Hi, I'm Kate Boyle, and welcome to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you health information from diet and lifestyle to movement and nutrition. My aim is to bring you bite-sized pieces of information that you can instigate into your everyday life to change your health. everyone, I'm Kate Boyle and welcome back to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. This week on the show, I am chatting about one of my favorite topics and that is moving our body. And more specifically, we're talking about the workout moves you can't afford to miss. These are the moves that are going to leave you feeling healthy, mobile, strong, and are the type of moves that we can all do. And so many people often come to me and ask me, what should I be doing? You know, what are the non-negotiables that I need to be doing to stay strong, fit, active, and healthy? So today we're going to be diving into the broad spectrum of these exercises that are the non-negotiables, as I say, but when it comes to actually the specific exercises you should be doing, they're going to be individualized because as we all know, we're all very different people with very different requirements. Now, what I do want to say is that when it comes to our cardio portion of our exercise, so we have our cardio portion and our strength portion and then our stretch portion. So three different areas. When it comes to cardio, the best form of exercise and the most easiest form of exercise you can be doing is walking. Yep. Plain, simple, free, you can do it everywhere, you can do it more slowly, you can do it faster, up hills, down hills, you name it. But when it comes to cardio, the number one exercise you can be doing is walking. Now, there are plenty of other forms of cardio like swimming or running or cycling and you know all those sorts of things and they're fantastic. So I'm not saying don't do them, but I'm saying if there's one thing that you pick to do, then walking is the key because it uses and utilizes so many muscles in our body. It's a functional movement that we need to be able to do and walk around. So you don't necessarily need to be able to swim to live your everyday life, but you need to be able to walk, okay? To move from you know room to room, to be able to bend down and pick things up, we need to be able to walk around. And this is where if we can keep these movements going, all of these movements that I'm going to talk about, it's definitely going to give you a better quality of life too as you get older. Because as we know, it's, you know, not often, it's often said that if you don't use it, you lose it. And in this sense, it's actually true. If we start to reduce the amount of movement that we're doing, and walking is a really great example of that, then we start to lose the ability and the strength to do it. Now, we often see this when an elderly person has a fall. And they fall and they may injure themselves and then they also lose that confidence. And it takes, it can take a long while to build that confidence back up to get where they were before, but it also may stop them from getting back to that point. And that's where we often see deterioration of our movement coming through. So walking is our cardio. We want to add that in. Now, when we're looking at our strength work, we want to include five different areas of exercise, and they are pulling, pushing, twisting, bending, and lifting. So these are all 
functional movements again that we do in our everyday lives. So I'm going to say them again. Pulling, pushing, twisting, bending, and lifting. So if you think about, you know, there are various different exercises that you can do, but if you can incorporate different exercises that include these actions, then you'd be going to be getting a really well-rounded workout that's going to be helping you build strength, but also flexibility and really working with the slings in our body. So our fascial slings that are connected, we've got lateral ones, we've got cross slings. These slings are vital for helping us stay active and strong. Now, when it comes to how we should be doing these movements, they can be really varied. So bending, you know, we could be bending and practicing our squats or our lunges. Lifting, we could be lifting some type of weight, whether or not that's a hand weight, a medicine ball. You know, in our everyday lives, it's having that strength so that if we, you know, my husband asked me to move the washing machine or something, I know how to bend my knees to get down. I know how to engage my core to lift and move. And in that movement, we may be twisting as well. So, you know, these again, these movements come into our everyday life and they become really important. So whether or not you want to work in your Pilates studio with your instructor like myself, online workouts like we have in our membership and the courses here at Mind Movement Health, or whether or not you want to, you know, go into a gym or work out at home in your home gym, whatever it is, if you can look to incorporate all these different five different movements, then you're going to be getting a really rounded workout. Now, when we come to rotation, we like to think about that's our twisting. This helps to strengthen up through our obliques and through helps to mobilize our upper back. So if you're somebody that gets really tight through the upper back, the shoulders and the neck, then incorporating that rotational exercise is really great to help release some of that stress and tension. But also too, you can add things in like if you're doing a plank, you can add in a rotational movement where you move onto one hand and reach the other hand towards the ceiling. You could bring one knee across the body. So coming into your mountain climbers, we call them the Brazilian mountain climbers where the knees reaching in across the body. So when it comes to our workouts, we really want to diversify them as much as we can. Now, the third section we were talking about is our stretching. And this is one area where a lot of people, they either love stretching or they don't have time for stretching. And I'm kind of in both camps. I grew up spending so much of my time as a dancer stretching. I love stretching. It feels amazing. But when, you know, I'm guilty like everybody else, when it comes to doing a workout and I might only have 20 minutes to, you know, fit it in, I generally focus on my strength first. And then because I have a really good level of flexibility, I don't tend to focus so much on my flexibility. I'll do the last few minutes or I will try to incorporate some exercises that work both on strength and flexibility. And I think that is definitely one of the strongest points of Pilates is that so many of the exercises do incorporate strength and flexibility work together so that you don't feel like you have to separate them out. Now, when it comes to the type of flexibility exercises you should be doing, again, everybody's body is very different, but a few key things that I often like to include, you know, in the online workouts, as well as my classes in the studio, is just a few key stretches that we can all benefit from. One is a quad stretch. So that's when you're bringing your foot up behind and gently pressing one foot towards your bottom and stretching the front of the thigh. 
The second one is a glute stretch and you can do this sitting, you know, standing. So when you're sitting, it's your figure four position. You know, you can stand and pop your leg up onto a bench or the back of a chair. You can do it that way or you can lie down onto the floor. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of the pigeon pose stretch where you lean forward over that front leg and the front leg is bent. So however you want to do your glute stretches, adding those in is really important and really great for releasing into the lower back and the hips. Now, I also like to do a standing roll down. So standing with your feet hip width apart, letting your chin relax to your chest and just rolling forward gently towards the floor so that your hands tend to hang down towards the floor and moving as much as we can vertebrae by vertebrae at a time, letting each vertebrae peel off as you roll forward. And if you're listening in, you can stand and do it now. And using your breath as you breathe out, starting to roll back up through the spine and restacking those vertebrae one by one. Now you can do this standing, you can do it lying on the floor and doing a bridge, but this just helps to get that segmental movement in the spine and keep the movement of the spine going so that you don't feel so stiff and tight. I also two more like to include a calf stretch. So again, one of those things, our calves tend to get really tight. I think in this day and age, you know, so many people suffer from issues with their Achilles and plantar fasciitis is a really big one. You know, we tend to stretch our quads and our glutes, but we forget about that lower part of the body. So a calf stretch, and if you have a massage ball, giving your feet a really good roll out. And then finally, a nice little side stretch. So you can sit in your chair and you know hold on to your chair with one hand and then bringing the other hand up and over the head and side bending to one side you can also just do it standing and sliding one hand down the leg and side bending making sure you could do both sides and you can add in some rotation and that there as well so those four stretches quad stretch glute stretch calf stretch and then your side bend and you know the standing roll downs that's your fifth one and then if you've got a massage ball then getting that in anywhere and everywhere is great also so when it comes to you know prioritizing these movements our walking definitely every day our movements our pull push twist bend and lift fitting them into your workouts as much as you can and then adding in those stretches and those stretches are great to do on a daily basis people often ask me how often should they be stretching every day so you know if you're sitting in your desk at your desk at work or at home you know you can stand up do a quad stretch and you could do a seated glute stretch and a seated side stretch you can do most of those stretches almost you know sitting down so again adding them in every day is going to keep you in really good stead now finally when it comes to our workouts we really want to diversify them as much as we can. And that's where these five movements come in because we're working the whole body when we're adding in these movements. We're working through the core, the back, the legs, the arms. We're getting that spinal mobilization and that as we rotate. So this is, you know, a great thing to add in and you can change up the different exercises that you do, change up the intensity, the speed and the weights. And that is going to help you really build that strength. 
Also, remember to challenge yourself. If you start adding in some squats and you're going, oh, yeah, you know, I can do 25 squats now, no problems, then you can start to do them holding on to some weights. You could start trying to do single leg squats. You could add in pulses. So always remember to keep challenging yourself because as we get older, our bodies change, okay, the way our, you know, our muscle and bone strength it becomes even more important so that you know we lose our balance as we age. Pretty much from the age of 30 onwards, our balance starts to drop. So we really need to be working through that so that we can stay as strong and stable as we possibly can. And also avoid restricting your movement. So so many people that I work with start to say to me, oh, you know, I I don't bend down because it just doesn't feel comfortable because of their back. And that's where if we start restricting these movements, then we are going to lose them because we avoid doing them. The body then doesn't have the strength to do them when you have to do it. And then we just, you know, end up with pain and injuries. So if you're in that camp currently, you know, and you're like bending over hurts, then it's looking at an exercise where we can build you up to that. So it might be adding in, you know, practicing your sit to stand. So we're getting that leaning forward and that coming up. We're starting to get that squat action, but it's an everyday action that you do. And we're not putting too much stress on the joints because you're not going too low or you're not bringing your back down with you. So Again, thinking about where you can start to add that movement back in, in a smaller range and in a safe range to really help you build that strength back up to get back to that movement. So, you know, really try to, as much as you can, keep moving in all different directions to stay strong and stable and flexible. All right. If you guys have any questions on movements, then definitely reach out and let me know. Otherwise, thanks so much for listening into this week. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please head on over to your favorite podcast app and hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Otherwise, have a great week and I'll catch you on the podcast next week. Bye. Thanks for listening into the podcast. Please hit subscribe to be updated for each time we release a new podcast.